0: Welcome to The Good People Effect, the podcast that surrounds you with the right people to ignite your sense of creativity, adventure, and purpose. Welcome to Episode 6 of The Good People Effect. Today, I'm joined by the one and only Josh Carell. Josh is actually Eden's brother. So if you remember episode two, uh, they've actually they they run Little Foot and Co together, the Creative Expression Initiative that we were talking about back in that episode. So they they actually started it together and they run it together. So if you enjoyed that episode, then I I definitely think that you'll enjoy this one as well. The reason I brought Josh here on the show was because. He puts together these spoken word pieces that are mind blowing. They're so entertaining and engaging, and I wanted to kind of dig into a, li- a little bit deeper about, you know, how he kind of, um, you know, how he comes up with the ideas for these pieces. I Also, want to speak about public speaking and kind of a little bit about confidence. And we're going to also talk about life and how to kind of, um, you know, follow your dreams. So. Joshy is actually the man, and I really, really hope that you get something out of this chat because every time I have a chat with Joshy, I always feel like I'm a better person for it afterwards, and I know you will as well. So without further ado, here's the man himself, Joshy Corral. Hello. Uh,
1: Thank you for the overwhelming introduction.
0: No worries, Josh. It's it's well-deserving, trust me. So in a previous episode, like I said, we spoke to yeah. Eden about Littlefoot & Co. But what is your dream for it? What do, you, what do you kind of want it to become?
1: I guess my main dream or the main goal for it would be just to be around for my whole life. I think um, it's kind of giving, giving myself and Eden kind of purpose for, for doing things and having fun and being creative and kind of just you know, like we said, like we want to help people, helping other people. So if we can just do that forever, I mean that's kind of the main goal that'll give us my life some, you know, that yeah. kind of yeah. purpose and satisfaction. So that's really what I want to sort of. Not sure where it's gonna go, but
0: that's the best. Yeah, you just, you just go in and, and something will eventuate, and that's that's a really cool process. It's kind of what we touched on with Eden and, and it's really it's beautiful that you're doing this, and it's really nice that you're you're doing something that not only helps people, but you're doing it on another level. You're helping people get the feeling of helping people and I feel like that is that is fucking awesome dude it's admirable and thank um, you good job I'd just like to say that before Ow. we get started uh so how far has Little Foot & Co actually come from when it started
1: yeah I mean it's come a long way so kind of just eventuated out of I guess circumstance where Eden and I um a cat entered our life when we were living with our mother and it kind of forced us to move out uh together and through that we kind of one day just decided let's just have a thing at our house let's have people around that we like and let's try some different things so we did a trivia night at our house um and that was kind of like the first real event that we'd ever done it was just 30 oh, 30 of our friends and it was just so much fun and then immediately after that we're like oh next trivia night's gonna be the best like we're already sort of super keen and then I guess a year went by and then the second one came around again and then it was just like yeah it was so much better and it was fun we did it for a cause um it just felt really right um and then after that when we go and then we're like trivia night number three is going to be the best but we're like no we can't we can't wait that long it's like let's do some stuff so we um one day Ian and I were just talking about uh spoken word and then about this documentary that we watched called "To Be Heard." Yeah, we watched that documentary years ago, but for some reason, this conversation came up at this point of time. And then we're like, "Do you just want to like Do you think spoken word's dope? Because do you want to try and do that?" And she was like, "Yeah, let's just like get people around, and we'll have our friends, and we'll just say we're dropping spoken word poems, whatever. Whoever wants to come to our house and get involved, this is what's going on." And then um when we first you, know, so you just
0: launched into it. You dived into it and you told everyone, if you want to be a part of this, it, it, the office is open.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we kind of like reached out to our real close friends who, um, you know, we we knew would have wanted to be a part of it and it was kind of, they were interested in it and they were, it was terrifying. It was like the scariest thing that's probably like, I remember even we organised it for one night and then like we cancelled or delayed because no one was really prepared and everyone was kind of too anxious to do it and then we finally did it and once we did it, there was 12 of us and like 10 of us performed and it was just like this there was something about it that kind of just like changed and we are like yeah even let's keep going with this let's just this like this is working yeah well let's this is dope too like how fun was this like and then i really you know personally connected with the spoken word aspect kind of trying to like you know express myself lyrically or rhyme and poems and just mixing a lot of that together with hip-hop and i was just like this is the best and then just to have people to where it grew to where we were doing monthly events or what have you and all these different people were coming and performing and we were meeting so many different people and um, that was really the core of it, the spoken word. And then the yeah. event side of thing is where it was like, that's where we can do good and help others and have fun. That's kind of what we're going to do, bring fun and joy, but do it in that sort of conscious-minded way that kind of can benefit the world that yeah. you know, we surround ourselves in. So.
0: That's awesome, dude. That is, that's incredible. <laughs> I, my mind is blown a little bit. Um, I wanted to just bring it back to one point you made, which I found really, um, really int- intriguing earlier on in what you said. I mean, it was, you said that your cat actually, um, you know, brought this yeah. to life. Can you, can you go a bit more into that?
1: Sure can. Um, so we grew up, um, well, we were living with um, my mother, um, all three of the key of four of us. And one day this random stray cat just turned up at the window, skinny. Um, It's just like, it was interesting. And anyway, this cat came back again the next day and then we gave it some food. And then after we gave it some food, it kind of, um, we could see that it was hungry and like it was just looking to survive. And then it kind of like, whether it was Destiny or what have you, kind of this cat just came to us and then we called him Cat Dude, fed him. Cat Dude. Cat Dude, yeah, we fed him and we looked after him and we sort of gave him comfort and, you know, uh, he was a big part of our life and then the council came and picked him up one day and uh, they were going to put him down. And then, I mean, me and Eden were like, there's no way this is happening. So um, basically what we did, we adopted Cat Dude after that my good friend, Mark, he um, just bought a house and he was renting it out and he gave us that opportunity to live there. And I'll still to this day be f- forever grateful for that. And Cat Dude came with us. And then once we had Cat Dude, then that's when we adopted Littlefoot. uh who is Cat Dude's youngest sister. And then Littlefoot and company came out of that.
0: Yeah. So you, yeah. So you guys pretty much, um, so you guys did some, did some real, like a really good thing by saving Cat Dude. And like, obviously you're feeding a stray cat that that came to you. And then, so you got another cat called Littlefoot and they were kind of together at that point. And then how did you kind of like, what was that? What feeling was going through your mind that made you kind of want to start, okay, I'm going to start Littlefoot and Co. We're going to do this together.
1: I guess, you know, I mean, that experience as well as obviously just, you know, living with Eden every day of my life has just bonded us together. And then it kind of just like, Eden's influenced my life so heavily that it's kind of like she's changed the way I think and um, she's opened up my mind to so many different sort of aspects it's like um, I know it's for the better yeah Um, and through that getting the cats um, you know we're their parents and they're like kind of you know it's just there's so much joy that can be had with just you know these cats that they're just living their life and we're just like taking care of them or, yeah it was yeah. kind of like this feeling of like being able to provide care and compassion and then you know help these cats and it's kind of that mentality that's kind of like transpired into the little foot and co kind of mentality where it's like yeah just help people it's just kind of easy you know you can do it like people can do it and so i'm not saying there's not people doing it There's people doing it but we were just like this is our way of doing it is through these kind of like creative events that we sort of wanted to um you know do
0: yeah 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 and I know, I know you guys have um, quite a process for planning it and you guys kind of meet up on a monthly basis. But there's a there's an interesting term thrown around at your yeah. place at yeah. these uh, organization events that you run to kind of plan, sorry, plan Littlefoot and & Co. And, and what's upcoming. And um, it's book guys. Yes. So can you... Because like, I don't even think I fully understand. Could you explain to me, Joshy, what a book guy actually is and how the term came back? Yeah,
1: so... Firstly, a book guy is a person that wants to um, not only improve their life, but kind of improve the lives of people around them. Um, I guess what a book guy does, it's kind of novelty because it's just an idea and a concept that uh, my good friend Papa and I sort of started. But it was the basic premise of being open with people or with one another, kind of discussing with each other, you know, what brings you down, what makes you happy, what's going on in your life, what's making you feel good, what things can you do to benefit your life, how can I help you by listening, you know, bouncing ideas, you know, discussing things like writing lists and goals and things that you wanted to achieve and kind of verbalizing that with another person who's one of your closest friends, kind of like. bouncing back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of just like, and the impact was huge. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of like a lot of the Little foot & Co stuff kind of came out through these book guy sessions. and being able to bounce ideas of each other. And, and then that, I yeah. saw Papa like grow and we were just like learning and growing and maturing and being bold and trying these new things. And then it was so beneficial and like important to us um, and we knew how it made us feel that we wanted to kind of like bring other people to, within that. And then we kind of like had book guy sessions where we would invite other people and like have little book guy groups where we would all get together and have these really just frank and open conversations that... Um, helped us still does like help us grow and mature and be basically better people was the goal Yeah, and be better people to the people around us. Yeah. Yeah. And just that supportive network of like small things that people achieve that are just like, it's big to them and we can recognize it within each other. And it's kind of like, it makes you feel good.
0: Definitely, yeah. That's that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm elaborating too much. No, no, but, you're not, that's yeah. the perfect amount, dude. Yeah. Honestly, and the, and the more you elaborate, the better I think. And I feel like that is that's crazy. Like you, pretty much in, invented this book guy thing where you you get around with your friends and you just bounce ideas of each other and you and you bounce, and you bounce um, even like. You, you, t- you talk about like things that can help you grow as people and I think that's really, really, really beneficial um, because you can think all these things but having someone to actually speak to about them um, gives, almost gives some of these ideas a bit of validation or even, you could even you know, learn something new from them or their experiences if yeah. you're open to it. So, that's, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. So, who's, who's in this book guy group? How many people have you got going And I think there's about,
1: I'm going to say 11 or 12 book yeah. guys.
0: Yes, it's um, grown quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, Papa D is the book guy legend. He yeah, is the... Um, the OG. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, the, yeah, there's a mix of other people that who've had regular book guy sessions or, or what have you. But a lot of it is definitely about um, folks around like mental health and like, you know, um, when people are feeling sad or when they're feeling happy or like kind of, you know, you being really... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of... It's really therapeutic as well to like... Mm-hmm just express that to another person and then have them saying, yeah, you know what? I felt like a shit person yesterday too because I did this and then it's like you kind of like humanize it more more uh, on a different wavelength.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it because you're actively, you're actually actively um, focusing on growing yourself as a person. I feel like that's really important. I feel like a lot of the people listening to these podcasts are in that kind of same group. So it's really nice how that kind of meshes together. With those with those kind of book guy sessions like you like you, you motivate each other to grow as people but i really like that the, the fact that you you act, actively trying to grow as a person kind of it, it's a really nice thing so i mean what would you what would you say to other people that kind of like would there be any suggestions you could give people on how they might be able to kind of improve themselves even in a little way as a person
1: um i th- i said it before one of the biggest things i think is writing less and like maybe showing one person that list. So maybe if it's like a list of top t- of 10 things you want to do this month that you want to achieve. And then like by being in book, I mean, a lot, by being in book guys, by writing the list, showing the other person the list, it, um, you're kind of accountable for like trying to achieve those things and kind of like motivates you a bit further to, to do it because someone else is aware of it.
0: So these are like got mini goals you put mini, Yeah, because
1: I mean it's so, like, it's so easy, for, like especially me, I'm like, lazy procrastinate do all these things to so like think of all these like cool ideas or sure. goals and then just yeah. like maybe i'll say i'll do it but i never do it And yeah. it's just like i'm just letting myself down huge but now i'm like oh, if i wrote something at least and i didn't even attempt it you don't even need to succeed at it it's like mainly if you need to attempt it but if you don't i'm like and papa's like did you do that thing You're like nah. i'm like shit no nah, i didn't do it you yeah, know yeah. i let him down yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. i let myself down yeah. too but um, that's kind of like how it bounces off. Yeah, a bit of a push I, and yeah. just kind
0: of keeps you on track. That's awesome. And goal setting, goal setting is always really important. And you should always kind of um, look at where you want to go. But another another interesting thing you said, you actually wrote it down into a list. So I find when you write things down, they become a bit more um, concrete or at least in your mind somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's good. Like a friend of mine told me this theory theory once. So I'm not sure where he got it from, but it's pretty much you um, you get a point every single day. So if you, if you, if you have a good day, you give yourself a point, if you, and you could do the smallest thing in that day, the smallest, tiniest thing, it could, it could start off trivial, even just, even you could even just say, okay, today I'm going to, you know, write one word down of my new book. It could be the smallest thing, but as long as you get that point on the board, you build a kind of, you ingrain your system to kind of get those points and you make it a regular habit and you move yourself through those goals, you move yourself forward. And having someone to speak to is just crazy, dude. Like it just it just times is that by a million, you know. It just makes you keeps you motivated, keeps you on track. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I want to come to one of yeah, these.
1: Yeah, man. Honestly, dude, you guys. are at the definition of what a book guy is. So, oh, thank you, you. like, you're already a qualified book guy, and you haven't even attended. Just a one natural million. born. You're, yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So we're doing this. Uh, so okay, so. Your, now we're going to speak a bit about your. I think I really want to know just about your spoken word pieces. Yeah. Because Ooh. if anyone hasn't heard these before, well, they would have by now. But um, yeah, these these pieces are amazing. They they really kind of hit you at your core because the words you choose kind of resonate. I feel with me anyways in a big way, and it's it's the way you kind of the flow and the way you snap things in. It's really nice. It's really an enjoyable experience listening to Joshy do his sing. Okay. Uh, so. They're always like the highlight of little foot and co events. Can you tell me about a little about the process um that you that you kind of undertake when you come up with the ideas for these?
1: Yeah, so usually it's kind of just um there's no honestly, there's no like um one method. I guess it's sort yeah. of like it can just happen sporadically. Like or yeah. it could be like I could just think of one line that just one line and then from that one line it's like I can think of a second line, and then it's like, when the second line rhymes, like it's like, I can see just what it's about after two lines. That's sort of that come that kind of happens occasionally, and then or it's just like I'm just like, start speaking, and it just sort of comes out subconsciously what I want to get out, and then when I realize, ah, yeah, shit, that's what I want to say, then I kind of like work around that idea of. you know, what the piece is about and the words and Build it a little bit more the rhyming and yeah, then it gives it sort of and then it just kinda of flows on until it gets to the point where I'm like, you know, I don't even write things down anymore. It's just like I have to just like do it all and just like memorize it and then keep practicing and practicing until I'm like, all right, yeah, this is you what I'm that. happy with and then yeah. whatever yeah. And they're always just like It's just the best when you complete it. Like doing like leading up to doing one or the day of when you do one is the worst day, but it's just always good when it's finished, you know. Yeah, you just yeah. feel, you feel. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. It's a relief.
0: Yeah, we we're talking about those challenges a bit earlier. Just the cha- like those challenges you face with yourself and and kind of overcoming them and feeling a lot better afterwards, like you've achieved something. And um, yeah, so do you think that um, do you think that that is kind of something people should focus on, or is that something you focus on in your life, like overcoming those challenges?
1: Yeah, I don't think – I mean, for me, it's more – that was, like, my way of overcoming a challenge was through spoken word and writing and and what have you. The main kind of – the thing that was really exciting was, like, when I did the first spoken word piece that I did, it was, like, at that point I was, like, had never tried this at all, had no idea what I was doing, Um, you know, always thought I want to do this but then always really thought, no, I'm too scared to even try. So then get over that hump of that, you know, first initial fit to, like – then really doing it, enjoying it, having fun. It felt good. It was, you know, I was so into it and interesting and the rhyming, everything about it was just like really what I was about. And I was just like really feeling it as I still do. Um, and then that, from that point it just grew where I was like confident that I could actually then perform and do the pieces. And I was like thinking in my head, what's going on? Like, I'm just doing these, like I never would have thought I'd been doing them, but I'm doing them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that got off tangent a bit, but that is the I guess it was this trying something that I was very afraid of kind of opened up a lot of different opportunities or avenues for me where I wanted to like where I could see my life going, yeah, so it was kind of just the initial um step towards doing that yeah, for Should sure, I answer the question I'm yeah, not no, sure.
0: that's I feel like that's an awesome answer, yeah, you do well, yeah <sighs> <laughs> um yeah no that's, that's really cool dude yeah and i feel like these mini they're like mini almost mini moments of bravery
1: yeah i definitely yeah it's like you just gotta like build yourself up to like yeah i'm doing it and then once you start doing it you just gotta like own it kind of and just yeah like, yeah this is what i'm doing be confident that you know it so it's like in your head the piece yeah. or whatever and just like whatever happens happens yeah yeah and just like have fun and then like it just feels nice you yeah know? yeah
0: and just remind yourself that i mean the worst thing that can happen is really not that bad like I mean it doesn't work out and whatever and then who cares like, yeah. you move on and you just do it again and get better that's the thing like most of the time it probably will work out and it's only in your mind that you're kind of holding yourself back in the beginning yeah that's 100% right yeah, yeah. yeah. that battle against yourself yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah cool so we're gonna we're gonna take a bit of a break um, and we will be back soon with Joshy with joshie we're back we are back okay so i want to talk confidence joshie yeah so i know when you when you go on stage you just flip like you go from the most quiet innocent looking dude to just a beast like you just you just snap (laughs) and it's and it's kind of like that confidence i can see it rushing through you so can you tell me a bit about that and like what actually happens in those moments because i'd like to hear that from your perspective
1: yeah sure um i guess the whole moments leading up to those situations where you're about to perform a piece or, yeah, um, you know, host an event or do whatever. It's just like a lot of nerves and anxiety. It's just always there. Um The kind of trick is to like, when you get into that, I guess you say flip, it's just like, you got to just like own it and just be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this for a reason. Like, I'm, um, you know, saying this piece to these people because I want to do it. It's like something that I desire to do, you know, and that kind of can override that fear and then it just becomes like, yeah. So there's moments where you can feel just like a beast. It's just like, it's really interesting like to um, feel kind of nervous and shy and what have you and then to kind of like be on stage doing it and feel like just... Must be
0: empowering. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: just yeah. really like in the moment, in the zone and it's just like you're, you're kind of your truer self. Sure, because you're living t- in that life. Yeah, 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 and it kind of like, you know, tells me something that I'm like... Oh, yeah, this is what I love doing. I like doing this. You know, yeah. it's giving me something. I can do it. You know, yeah. and that's given me the confidence, I guess, um, to win the next time you have to do it. You still feel like you're nervous, and you think you're gonna fuck it up, or like shank it, or you know, it's gonna go horribly wrong. But then you kind of just rise again, and then you just do it. And it's a little bit easier to do it. You still think you're gonna shank it, but you just still try and rise and like get the job done. Be confident. Yeah. Prepare. You got to prepare. Like yeah. a lot of the pieces, it's like. There might be one, two, three minute pieces, but there's like a lot of practice and just so you don't, you know, mess it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this is coming from like, you guys probably don't know yet, but Josh, he's been on stage quite a few times. So tell me a bit about what you've done before, Josh. So I know you've done done special spoken word events in the city. You've hosted events for Little Foot & Co. What else have you kind of done?
1: Uh, spoken word wise.
0: Um, well, not only just where, when have you kind of been on stage? Ah, uh, stage
1: wise. Okay, yeah. Um, well, we have done three trivia nights. The third one we had was a bigger one that we've done. We hosted at a winery.
0: You were an actual. You were an host for those though. You were actually like the, one of those guys you see on TV hosting a show. Yeah, with yeah little yeah, like Charisma yeah. and the quick. And we
1: do it all. I mean, me and Eden, we write the questions, we bring the rounds, like everything. It's just a lot of work to do, and it's just us two. But we've got our committee who help us a lot, but. Um, yeah, those moments are kind of like it's stressful because, like, it's just like there's so much build up to this one night that, like, we've prepared mentally and, like, done so much for. Like, and then you have to, like, bring it. And, like, you know, I'm the host. I've got to kind of be engaging and somewhat entertaining and, like, make it move along and um, bring out the little and Co. flair and our message through yeah. how it's hosted and what we're about and kind of, like, really solidify to the people what we are about. Why we're doing the things that we're doing, uh, and just try and um, bring some fun, you know. And the, so that's the the stress is like around that. It's just like you don't really think about how you're gonna do it. It just kind of happens when it happens. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of the beauty. And I guess what we do is it's like it just happens as it happens. So it's it's also, awesome. It's really yeah. natural, and it's yeah. just
0: kind of like whatever you kind of, whatever direction you feel like going, you kind of follow that. Yeah. And I love that you actually have trust enough to follow that. Sorry, my dog's just barking nah, in the you can good? hear it. Yeah,
1: all good. Yeah, um, yeah. Some other events, I guess. Uh, we recently did game show night. Um, I don't know how many spoken words I've done. Yeah. I've done a few, but
0: yeah. What was that event in the city you went to? What was that about? Um, yeah,
1: I think that was... Um, maybe,
0: One of your first ones, I
1: think. Yeah, I think maybe a year and a half, two years ago almost now, was um, Voices in the Attic was at Ferdy Dirk. Yeah. And, I mean, we only hosted like two spoken word nights ourselves, one both being at houses. And yeah. then, um, my second piece that i written, I Say Ghost. I was, I just always wanted to, like I had a goal that I wanted to perform in the city at a night or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and this opportunity came up at this um, once a year event that they were doing. It was pretty packed. Um, and then yeah, put my name down and then got called to do it. And that kind of was like probably the biggest performance I've ever done. Like just in front of all these different people I didn't even know, like... Yeah. Had Eden and like uh, Papa and... So
0: just straight into the deep you know, end. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and it was crazy. Like it just felt like a big step for me to accomplish, to achieve that. Like, yeah. fuck, fucking speak in front of all these people, the piece that I wrote. I can pretty much do whatever now. Like I can mentally... I kind of mentally know within myself, I can do something if I wanted to try it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's kind of breeded a lot of confidence Uh, throughout
0: yeah I get what you mean yeah 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 just I I also wanted to kind of touch on kind of your take on the nine to five and the grind because I know you've got an interesting insight into that Mm -hmm. and, and an interesting perspective so you you recently left your job which is a nine to five or you're in the process of leaving it can you talk a bit about kind of how that how that experience was
1: yeah sure I mean I guess when you're teenager becoming an adult and you study and you do all these certain things and then you kind of get like your first job i don't know for me it was kind of like an experience that i've never gone through before or like i had to a lot of growing up to do and a lot of sort of um you know had to become a person and an adult yeah you don't and, know what anything is yeah man really. i was like the world's terrifying like you just gotta like kind of yeah. like get in there and kind of survive for a bit and just yeah. like see what's going on have fun along the way and whatever but like yeah in terms of the work kind of life, it's like, this is, it's kind of crazy. Like all these people just doing just some crazy shit. Yeah. man. how people, it's like the mentality, it's, it's really interesting. It's like drones,
0: isn't it? It's kind of, everyone just kind of goes in and and does their shift. And it's nothing to say that that is like a bad lifestyle, but for me, I felt like it's, it's quite a suffocating one.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I was guilty of like participating and feeling like that at times, you know, it was just like, it's kind of difficult because, um, I guess it's part of being kind of lost outside of that that's sort of the challenge of like... Sure. You don't really know what you want to do with your life really. So it's like, well, I'm currently in this position where I can still, you know, work and get, you know, pay rent and get food and...
0: Exactly. You know, that's you kind of just, yeah, you're
1: surviving and then it kind of like builds on you for a while that uh, it's just kind of painful. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, recently, I mean, um, I currently will be out of a job... In the next couple of months, but it's kind of exciting, you know. I've got a, you know a lot of things I could potentially do or have yeah. some ideas and plans. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
0: You could follow one of your many passions, and you even you know if that didn't eventuate to anything right away, you could always like learn from that failure, and move on to another one, or something might come of your yeah, passion. Yeah, and, yeah. And what, you know, you don't. It's like it's like where's this going to go? Whereas I think if you're in a nine to five kind of job, and you're in that position where you you aren't really liking it, um, you can kind of see where things are going, and that's kind of. Um, you might not like where, where you're going yeah, yeah, and that exactly. might be some part of the reason why you feel a bit down. Yeah. I'm excited for the,
1: the challenge of like the unknown. I'm yeah, like, I'm interested yeah. in like kind of like just going, fuck it. I'm just going to try and do some shit that I've always wanted to do and try and just be good at it and try and achieve and accomplish it. And if I fail, well, I've, I fail. But if, you know, I get something out of it, if I grow from it or whatever yeah. comes next, it's like if I don't at least challenge myself to like, attempt to do it yeah. i kind of feel like i'll be you know kind of wasting my t- my days on the earth that i get to live on definitely you know?
0: yeah and you get those i mean you get those times where you do fail to do what you set out to do and you i don't know about you but i kind of got i went through a rut where i kept doing that so i kept kind of thinking about starting things change my mind and, yeah yeah and it just kind of spinning my wheels for a bit but then i feel like once you just dive in and and try something out not knowing how it's going to end up and and not being scared to fail and and like being open to the lessons from failure and just kind of going for it, good yeah. shit happens.
1: I guess, yeah, not like kind of worrying about um, the the future kind of ramifications so much. Kind yeah. of just like trying to create on the fly and yeah. just like seeing what happens and going with life. Kind of like letting life dictate uh, what happens to you, and you can kind of like being con- more in control of that than if you just, yeah, you know. But it's tough. It's like a battle. Like definitely, you know, yeah. it's fucking yeah. real hard. Yeah. Mm
0: that's all part of it and that's all part of how like um why it's so beneficial to um to a person to go through something like that you know yeah to kind of climb those hills and and get over hurdles that come your way. Yeah that's really it's a really interesting point how this this kind of leaving of the job for you is quite a liberating thing whereas for a lot of people it could be quite a um quite a bad negative thing because obviously um, money to survive comes into it and it's quite a scary kind of territory um but i guess it's also um a matter of perspective and determination like if you look at it a certain way that it's neither a good or a bad thing that's happened it's just a thing and you are determined to kind of get yourself out of that and you know follow follow what you want to do i mean it can be switched around that easily yeah 100% yeah, yeah um okay it. <laughs> yeah cheers. yeah that was nice <laughs> cheers uh so like what i mean do you what general advice would you kind of give someone to help them get through something like that or even even if they're kind of in the nine-to-five job what kind of would you say
1: yeah i don't know if i'm the best person to give advice because i'm yeah, yeah
0: yeah currently in that situation but um i guess
1: for me it's kind of like rather than focusing so much on the negatives of it or yeah. oh, shit what's gonna happen i mean it's every person's situation is unique or yeah, yeah. you know I'm fortunate in a situation where I don't even have children to provide for you know or pay a mortgage or do these kind of things that are huge that people need to like you know mm-hmm. so I've got a, my perspective
0: is a little bit different yeah I'm kind of a like lot of people, yeah. I
1: can kind of appreciate and understand a person who's going through that and has to yeah, deal with you know sure. and that's you know respect and um, yeah
0: whatnot but it's an honourable thing to push through that isn't yeah it? yeah yeah so I'm lucky
1: so I'm, I can't be too upset with like now that I'm without a job and not yeah. sure where I'm
0: going to go because I've yeah. got kind of... So what would you say, someone that's, uh, someone that's kind of young and kind of your age in your position that might not have those things, like might not have a mortgage or a family to provide for and they're kind of in a similar spot. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess it's kind of like, it just sounds so cliche or, or what, but, nah. you know, just like what do you love doing? What are you passionate about? What brings you joy? how do you want to try and make the world better and the people around you better yeah. just try and focus on doing that and just kind of making it, it work yeah, yeah. <laughs> like ever, whatever you need to kind of try and do in your way or whatever personality or whatever your personality dictates you to, the, to act yeah. just go and do it and just yeah try and achieve or like experience you know but not everyone's like chasing that experience in life you know some sure. people might want the you know
0: whatever it is yeah um, everyone's got kind of different um wants um well, everyone's got kind of different values, I believe. So mm. I feel like it's important to follow your values. And a lot of people I feel like aren't. Ah, they're not living, they're not following their values in the way they live. Um, they lose kind of purpose sometimes. And I feel like it's, it's, it's good to realign yourself with your values. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you've got a piece of paper, this is something I do sometimes. I do it every couple of months, so maybe every three months or so. And I feel like this really helps me stay aligned. I just get a piece of paper and I just write down what my values are. They do change over time but they usually stay quite similar. Can you give us some examples? Well, I like, I feel like honesty is a big one and I, I try to be really honest with myself. So, yeah. if I if I kind of um, say something to myself, I, I, I try not to lie to myself, try to, try to look at it from the clearest possible lens and obviously, that's never going to be yeah. 100% but I feel like as long as I'm honest with myself and other people, good things happen. I need to kind of, follow my dreams I feel like that's a value that I believe in I feel like whatever I really want to do whoever I really want to become I should follow that so that's another one I mean I've, there's there's a few yeah but, man I can listen to these all days <laughs> there should be like a top 50 podcast uh, yeah yeah uh, pan's values but you make you make little plans for yourself and you kind of figure out you know this is how I'm going to move forward for the next couple of months and I'm yeah. going to really make a conscious effort to just try to better myself in these spots and then sooner or later, it kind of just ha- it becomes natural to you and, and you're you're actually living through some more of your values than you were before. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so, how are you feeling about life at this moment, Joshie?
1: Right now, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's always, I think, you know, being involved in this podcast, I know like, you know, how much effort you've gone to to set this up and you've had this idea and dream for a while like you're doing it like you know when you surround yourself with people like that in your life it kind of just like it just makes it so much better and you can do so much more and you can like you know even you can just grow as an individual but then the people around you you can see them growing and they can help you grow yeah and that's kind of what's happening all around me like all my friends and family and um, everyone's like it's I feel good life's a little bit difficult but overall i'm feeling pretty good
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that's a, that's awesome dude um yeah and i get what you mean you have all these people around you and they kind of push you to, to be better and and that kind of spreads and i feel like you're a really big kind of contributor to that to that spread it's kind of like you're you're pushing out these create creative vibes these positive vibes and you're kind of you know making these steps to do good things and and that's contagious like people around you even like me like it, like all these people around you you can tell that Um, they're kind of flourishing and and everyone's kind of helping one another it's really it's really a nice kind of environment
1: and like with Littlefoot and Co, it's like we've just made so many like deep friendships with people just by like having these events like you know wouldn't have met you if we didn't have a conversation party or you know all these different kind of things that have just like grown um, the community of it that's kind of like a big part of I think you know living a happy life is just the people that you
0: live life with yeah for sure yeah for sure, that can, that, that can play a big role in your day-to-day life, the people that you surround yourself with and that, that's the reason I made this podcast so that you know people can be surrounded with not necessarily like-minded individuals or just just people that can kind of push them further in their lives, yeah. which, which is a nice thing to have. Um, so okay, so pretty much we've spoken about confidence, Joshi. we've spoken about littlefoot and Co. We've even talked a bit about motivation. Um, I feel like we should we should dabble in hobbies because yeah. I feel like this is where you kind of kill it, honestly. You've got so many things in your life to look forward to on a day-to-day basis because you fill your life with these these kind of little hobbies, I guess. Um, so, you've always got a lot going on. So, I'm talking like basketball, Little Foot & Co, um, poker, you know, you like your games, you have these conversations with people that are just kind of crazy, you have these cool kind of gatherings. So, um, what is it about kind of always looking forward to something that that attracts you or what is it about these little hobbies that you have that kind of, you know, keeps you going? Yeah, I mean, I just love them.
1: It's yeah. just like the best. So like basketball, I love everything about it. I love playing it, I love watching it, I love talking about it, you know, I love the culture of it, you know. Yeah. It's just, just love love it so much and every time I go and shoot hoops or play ball, it just always feels the best, clears my head, same with like poker, um, everything that I try and do, it's just cause I
0: love doing it, you know, um, yeah. and I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Um, so you just have a good time. You want to fill yourself with this stuff yeah, that you enjoy.
1: Yeah. I love it. Like, you know, like basketball, like especially basketball, that's such a big part of my life. It's, uh, <clears throat> always been a constant throughout. It's just such a, as fun, as, as fun as it is, it's always very therapeutic just to like go shoot hoops and yeah. listen to music and
0: it's pretty crazy even we were just talking about the nba earlier and you were telling me about how intricate it is and how there's like you know hundreds of little storylines running in different directions and then the game's kind of at the center of all that i find that fascinating like i've i've never been into it i've found it a pretty big mountain to climb in regards to like a learning curve but it's pretty crazy how you can be so into something and it sounds so so entertaining yeah it's just like it's the best.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, you know I, I'm yet to go see a game and that's like number one on my to-do list.
0: You've never seen a game? Not live. a live NBA game, no. Yeah. So when's this happening?
1: Well, I'm hoping next season. Okay. So um, I've got to try and figure out which part of the year I want to go to America, whether it's, like, whether it's you know in the winter or um, when it's not as cold, but we'll see. Just planning shit out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What team do you go for? Well, not that I know anything about it, but...
1: I don't really follow a team. There's some teams that I have fondness for, like okay. uh, Utah and Portland.
0: It's a bit um, of a floater. I
1: right? like a couple. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to go to America and watch a team play and, like, uh, establish a connection with that team that makes me want to support them. I
0: guess you can't decide unless you see a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's, a that's good point.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh... Yeah, so we've spoken about a few things tonight with Joshy, and I hope uh, everyone got a lot out of it. But thanks for coming on, dude. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Or you'll hear from us next time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to episode six of The Good People Effect with Joshy Corral. Joshy is a very, very, very good friend of mine that always inspires me when we had these little chats. He always makes me kind of uh, want to push myself in life and helps me grow just by having a chat with me. And I hope he's done the same for you today. Uh, so just for listening, just for kind of um, staying tuned for this long into the episode, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a treat. But first, I just want to say a few quick things. So I just want to say thank you to this awesome person, to ev- this awesome person that left me an awesome review on iTunes. And thank you to everyone that's been leaving me a review on iTunes. I do appreciate it. It does help me move up kind of the iTunes chart so that more people have access to this show and, and I can help more people out. So I'm going to read this to you real quick. Positive, inspiring, and natural is the title. A real honest and laid back podcast filled with everyday people sharing their feelings, kindness, and adventures. The conversations are natural and filled with passion and humility. A great podcast to listen to if you want the infectious feeling that trying to be a great person or surrounding yourself with them can bring. Looking forward to hearing many more. Thank you so much, Jakey Fresh, whoever you are. You are a legend. I also want to shoot out a massive thanks to number one and number two on my email list. These people were the first ones to sign up to the email list, so I really, really do appreciate appreciate it. Uh, The first one was actually Rax. So, Rax, you are awesome. And number two was Amar Camo. You are the man, Amma. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting me and supporting the show. If you haven't had a chance already, please do throw your email onto the list. Um, Literally, I won't spam you. I'll literally be sending only good stuff. That's what the newsletter is going to be called, the good stuff. It's going to be promos, giveaways, um, only good stuff that's coming your way. I can promise you that. And you'll become part of the Good People Effect Family it will be a bit of a community and you know hopefully we can all grow together so if you haven't had a chance yet please sign up to that you're actually going to win a prize um, you've actually, sorry, you're going to go into the running to win a prize if you're in the top fifty. I've decided to triple the prize. There's going to be three prizes, and I'm going to reveal to you right now, right here, what they are. So it's been a bit of a mystery up until now, but that 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 fog is clearing. And the prizes, you might ask, what are they? The prizes are actually um, three personal development packs that I'm personally going to put together. I've handpicked a selection of personal development books that are also um, They're actually highly regarded by industry leaders in personal development. So, these books will really help you grow as a person. Um, If you don't like reading them, I've also thrown in an audio book in there for you and I'm going to throw a copy of my handpan album, Jürgen, um, in there as well. So, a few other little mystery treats I'm going to leave as a surprise for now. But please sign up if you haven't had the chance. I would really appreciate it. Now, for that little treat I promised you, um, you've heard the man have a bit of a chat with me for the last half an hour, 45 minutes or so. And now you're going to hear him in a different light.
1: have got this friend of mine who's not that kind that speaks to me occasionally. He says, Josh, I know your intention's good and you may think you could, but I want to highlight your flaws, you see. He says, Josh, When the moment comes, I'll make sure you fail and crumble and when you try and take a step forward, I'll make sure you trip and you stumble and you fumble and you mumble, cause Josh, deep down we know you're humble. He says, Josh, you can't be Mowgli, you can't make your way through this jungle and you can't be our lead, cause I win when we rumble. So I say, friend, you're not really a good friend to me, you're kind of like the enemy. A delusional illusion, an unquantifiable identity. I say friend, I may be colorblind, but I'm sick of you making me feel blue when I'm done with you telling me the things I want to try, then telling me the things that I don't have the heart to. He says Josh, relax, settle. I'm just looking out for you because I know you like your comfort zone. Remember the days when you were too afraid to answer a telephone? He says, Josh, you need me now, I motivate you. So I say, friend, you're right. Now this friend of mine, you know his name because we like to call him self-doubt. He's just that thought that goes around your mind, just around your mind, just around your mind, like a roundabout. And self-doubt, well, he's got a lot of friends for company. there's fear, trepidation, and his best friend, anxiety. See these spoken word pieces are my growing up thesis and I'm connecting with your mind through rhyme telekinesis and I don't believe in God and I don't believe in Jesus but fuck man, Jesus. Truth is I'm just a truth realm seeker. Truth is I just like to think a little deeper. If the aim of the game is to kill them all with kindness in the name of this aim is to be a poetical dream reaper. How does the saying go, you're a poet who didn't know it. Or what if you're an idea gardener, and you planted the seeds, but you never took the time to sow it? You never took the chance, the opportunity to try and grow it? Look back in 20 years, when you're sitting down with your kids, tell them this is what your daddy did, and be happy that you can show it. So I say friend, it's time for me to be bold where boldness is required, and to be ruthless with conviction. It's time to wave goodbye to these habitual addictions and these life expectancy restrictions. Fuck man, I don't know what the solution is, but it kind of feels like writing poems is the prescription. So I say friend, I am done. I say friend, I'm out. I say ghost. <sighs> oh!